Jesus stories. Join us around the burning bush campfire as we listen to the Holy Spirit speak through others and into us. Lord, prepare our hearts as we have come to be filled by you. Ignite us like only you can. So, hi, I'm Nicole. I am 36 years old, and I am a native of Northwest Arkansas. I've been here for about 30 years. Um, I am a single mom of five kids. I have four boys and one girl. Um, I don't quite know what I'm doing, so I'm a very firm believer in Jesus. Just take the whole car, because I don't know how to drive this thing. Um, Every day is a learning adventure with those children and um not survival mode but definitely learning mode every day um i am involved in a local church here that i've been attending for about four years my support system is here in northwest arkansas and i just really love jesus um that love for Jesus started out, um, I have a foundation in the church. My mom was a really good example of what it meant to serve others before yourself, how to love Jesus and then um, show other people how much Jesus loves them. Um, If the church building was opened, I was one of the children that were always there running around. Um, my mom believed in having her kids in church, and I'm forever thankful that she instilled that not just in my life, but like in my heart, and it created a foundation to serving God now that I'm a mom and that I'm older, um, and then just sharing with others um, who God is and what he can do for everyone. Um, so yeah, I had a really, I would say, a pretty regular childhood. I moved to Northwest Arkansas from Colorado when my mom met my stepdad. Um, he, We got transferred here because of his work. And shortly after we moved to Rogers, um, my mom and this man, they got married. And just very soon after that, uh, a couple of months afterwards, um, I was eight. And my mom was in a really bad car accident. She was hit head on um, driving to work early in the morning. And um, my younger brother and sister were also involved in the car accident. And by a true act of God protecting them, they were completely unharmed. My mom, on the other hand, um, she suffered a lot. She suffered a lot. Um, There was a lot of moments where they thought she was going to pass. And so the hospital had a lot of compassion for how young I was, that I wasn't young enough to have a simple conversation, but that I was old enough to understand that my mom was seriously hurt. And so they had provided me opportunities to say goodbye. And my mom just kept fighting. And after about two years, she was back at home. And um, we were trying to learn what it was like to be a family unit. Myself, my mom, my stepdad, and my brother and sister. And it was not easy. 
Um, it was not easy as a group and it was not easy for myself. My childhood was very painful and very emotional. Um, I was taken care of, my needs were met, I had clothes, I was um, being taken care of by people who loved me and they fed me, they brought me to school, um, but it was still very difficult. Um, I had great people that were investing in me and so making sure that, um, that I was okay, um, but it was still very, very hard. And that never really got easier. I became a teenager, so obviously I knew it all and uh, chose to learn the hard way a lot of things. And that led to just being rebellious and um, things were really strained growing up with me and my parents. And it never subsided. And those things became layered and layered. And so that pain and that um, those experiences that I was having, there was no room that I was letting God come in. I knew who God was. I had heard about the things that God can do, but I never experienced those things. And so I was just kind of existing in those spaces and I was suffering. And so I got older and I met my kids' dad. And we met a youth group and we both believed in that foundation of a relationship with Christ, um, loving God, seeking God, and then serving others. We both grew up with that foundation. And so we got together. And then two days after I turned 20, I had my first son and I didn't know anything, nothing, nothing at all. And then my son's dad and I, we got married. And by the time I was 25, I had three kids and five and under. And I was a stay-at-home mom. And I just was in this really small bubble. And I felt um, like really closed in. And I didn't know why. I didn't know why I wasn't like truly happy. And I struggled with that for many years. And my marriage was not rooted in Christ. It didn't have a foundation in Christ. And so we had problems and we had issues. And we never took the time to bring those to God. And we never took the time to work those out together. And so when you don't take care of something, sometimes you lose those things. And there was many factors that went into my separation and divorce. But in 2019, my whole life got flipped upside down. It got really just, it blew up. And I found myself in the middle of a very heartbreaking separation and divorce. And I was confused and I was scared. And I didn't know I didn't know what to do. I had quite literally nothing. I was a stay-at-home mom at that point for almost 14 years. And so I needed to find a job and a vehicle and a place to live for me and my kids. And God worked that out. I didn't know it at that time. And 
every day felt like this huge uphill battle of unknown and just no hope. Um, the same year that I was separated, I had already started to attend the church that I'm still at now. And at that time of being really depressed, I knew that church was where I needed to be. I didn't know why. It was just mostly because it was the most consistent thing that was happening. It was at the same time, in the same place, and around the same people. And I just remember knowing that if I can just get to church, then I can have a moment of peace and it would be calm, even if it is just for an hour and 23 and a half minutes, that was reliable to me. And during that time, I um, became close to someone who is now one of my best friends from a simple reach out across the aisle. Hey, I see you're sitting alone. Would you like to sit with us instead? And that is the epitome of just being serving someone and showing them Christ's love. And so that became, it made it easier to attend church. And during that time, I started to experience God. Our pastor said one Sunday, saved people worship different because they know God differently. And that really just captivated my heart. And it made me more aware of who the Holy Spirit was and what the Holy Spirit sounded like. And I had to learn. And it's hard to learn something that you don't have a lot of experience with. And getting to know someone and getting to know Christ personally, it was one day and one thing at a time for me. And so the more I leaned into what I knew was the sound of the Holy Spirit in my life, the more I began to experience him. And I spent um, some time with people just investing in me and providing God's word and God's truth and speaking that into my life. And one verse that I have held on to is Psalms 138 verse 3. And it says, when I called out to you, you answered me. You made me strong and brave. And that's exactly what the Lord did for me and my kids. He made me strong and brave so that I could share about what he does for me and my kids and what he'll do for anyone. And so I began to like feel Christ rise up within me, that it wasn't me and what I was doing. It wasn't who I am or who how I viewed myself. It was who Christ is and who he is and what he wants to do. And that he just started to move. And I started to see how great he is and how he's not limited in our lives. So I, oh man, like I feel really free. Um, I feel like. There's just nothing that he wouldn't do um, for me or for my kids. And I just feel 
I just have experienced him just ultimately caring about all of these things. That all of these things that I view as like a mess and as a failure um, are not enough. That those are not truth. Those are lies. And just walking in those truths, like reminding myself of those truths. And it's not easy. Those things you have to learn if you have those, if you have lies rooted in you, trust that the Holy Spirit is going to remove them and clear them out. That he has a plan for that and that. We just have to lean in and trust him to do that. And it is always, always good for us. He wouldn't do anything that wasn't good or loving towards us. And living in a space of just always knowing that he's on my side, that he is going to go before me. I think that is so amazing that I can live today and know that tomorrow I'm He's going to meet me there no matter what tomorrow brings to me. Like, I can just go to him. And that's that's the space that I live in and that I kind of operate out of with the Holy Spirit and how I lean into him. God loves you so much, like, more than you can think. I am Nicole, and that is my story. Thank you for listening to Jesus Stories. Revelation 12.11 tells us that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. If the Holy Spirit used this testimony to speak to you today, we want to hear about it. If you love the show, make sure to give us a rating, like, comment, and share to help people find God's healing power through the testimony of others. If you're new in your walk with Jesus or haven't even started yet, we have resources for you. Find all contact information and resources in the show notes. Blessings to you, friend, and we will see you next week. Jesus Stories is a ministry of Hidden Gems. If you would like to learn more about Hidden Gems, find the website link and other important information in the show notes.